I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Bobby Moore and Sir Jeff Hurst. The trailer looking at Billy Bones. Paolo DiCaprio. West Ham United. More than just a podcast. More Good evening, good morning, or good afternoon. This is more than just a podcast. Oh, oh is that playing again? Amateur. I don't know why that's playing. <laughs> didn't click that. Like Nigel, he, he didn't even yeah, make that. Didn't do that, did it? <laughs> Go on. Uh, I am back. It's George. I'm here with Sean. Hello, Sean. Good evening, good morning, or good afternoon, George. And I'm here with John. Hello, John. Hello. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? Yeah, not bad, thanks. Good. And I'm here with Negative Nigel. Boo! Mr. <laughs> negative. And blocked by Cameron Brady. <laughs> yeah, what was all yeah, that, that about? Little, little badge of honour you got there now? Well... Is that new then, or have you only just discovered that? The reason I tweeted it, not so much that I'm not bothered to block me, is I wish I knew what I said that caused me to be blocked, because then I could celebrate that. We could do a whole podcast of all the things you've said to insult her. (laughs) That's what I don't get. Have you been blocked for a long time then? No, recent. Hmm. So Maybe she just doesn't want this negativity in her life. Perhaps that's what it is. Yeah. You didn't pick on her about the whole Philip Green thing, did you? I didn't say a word about it. I would have done. <laughs> I left that to Duncan Bannerton. Yeah, well, all allegedly, of course. Oh, yeah, allegedly. Yeah, he didn't hold back, did he? Or Duncan. No. Okay. Uh, we're here to talk about West Ham, though. Yeah. Not, 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 uh, well, people each other off on Twitter. Um, let's start with the Leicester game. Now, obviously, the events on Saturday night are kind of overshadowed by the, what happened off the pitch. And we should say at this point, the thoughts of everyone at Maunders Podcast are with the families of those that lost their lives on Saturday night and everyone at Leicester. Can you say the owner's name, George? Uh, I can say his first name, Vichai. I think that's right, isn't it? Um, but obviously, it's very sad. Me. Yeah. yeah. And um, let's talk about the football, though. So we got a well-earned point, I thought. I felt obviously gutted at the end when they equalised. Um, but I thought we played fairly well for so long with 10 men. Did anyone else think that or do you disagree with me at all? 
Well, I think you you got to discuss, you know, how well we set up. You know, we we've first of all nine injuries now. We were missing an Altovich with a virus. We were missing Lucas Perez now with a foot injury to add to the seven we already had. Um, and 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 then we go and lose another one. I mean, first of all, did we sit up right away from home? You know, were Leicester there for the taking? You got to say yes. It did look like it. Um, and then you got to talk about the incident with Mark Noble. You know, people saying, you know, was there intent? Was there not? It doesn't matter. The letter of the law is, yeah. You do that. It's, it's a red card. I don't think any of us can argue that that wasn't a red card. To be fair, he didn't mean I mean, it though, George. He didn't mean I know it. He did. he, he, He's a really well, nice chap. Yeah, um, it was a red card, and I think in real time, you know, we've seen Mark Noble jump into tackles like that and win the ball cleanly. It's kind of one of his strengths in his game, really, his tackling. But with the replay, the and Michael Oliver was right there in front of him, and I think he made the right decision. I'm going to say you something not? controversial. I think he did make the right decision. I'm going to say something controversial. I thought we played better with ten men than we'd played with eleven. Why? Well, why? What makes you say that? That's just stupid. No, yeah. I just did, I, thought, I thought we just gelled more as a team. You know, I know we got the goal, right, the early goal, but I don't know, there, there was something about, you know, Leicester was still coming at us and, you know, I could see it going either way. It wasn't like it was in the bag before Mark Noble got sent off. But after Mark Noble, you know, again, Declan Rice had a brilliant game. Diagana had a brilliant game. Uh Issa Diop um, was my man of the match. And Bawana obviously had a really good game. They 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 really had a terrific game between those four of them. And I thought I thought we um we gelled well as a unit when we knew what was required, i.e. protect the one goal lead. Um I thought I thought we played well after the sending off. Yeah. And well, it was only sure, obviously we were, in the we were, we were one new up when we were when I know, we I know that. I know that. I so still we feel we we played all right beforehand as well. So that's why my initial summary of we had a decent game all round, and I think is is probably the fairest reflection. Well, really, on it. you know, Anderson had another poor game. I thought. Um, well, no, I'm what not. What did I'm not Carito talking, do? I'm not picking out individuals here. All right, but what I mean, I'm saying is, where are the goals coming from? Without an Outovich, where is Bal- we haven't got Balbuena. We've lost, yeah, we've lost Yamalenko, right? Anderson just doesn't, he's had his second bad game. Chikorito, rubbish. We've just got no one up front doing a thing. And our goal has to come from a defender. We played better with 10 men than 11, but now you're rubbishing two players that were playing when we had 11. I, I get that. I get that. Um, but I'm so saying you've not proved we, your point yet. That's what I'm. We will play, We played it all right. So what I'm <laughs> saying is, individuals, we played better as a team. In other words, we had a common goal. You know, I, I'm not sure what the strategy was when we started. We got the early goal, and that was great. And you know, I think you it, need to change your name tonight, Sean. That you put on. What's here. that? You put your name on here as happy. I don't know what's going on here. You know what? It's it's typical West Ham. All right, what disappointed me? Typical West Ham. If we take the helicopter crash, etc., away from it, and what everything that overshadowed, you know, they build us up a game probably we didn't expect to win, and we'd have accepted a point before the game. Yet we lose it in the worst possible way. We hold on. We didn't lose it. No, we didn't lose it. All right, we it felt like a loss. 
we drew it and got a point but we lost two points what i meant is we lost two points and we lost it in injury time in the worst possible way because no 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 no. we'd held on for so long we didn't lose it yeah in injury time, because it was the 89th minute, so injury time and stuff. All right, okay. Pedantic. So, well, up. you said it wrong. I'm just correcting you. Yeah? And you have to play to the final whistle. So the game yeah. was a draw. So if you say you'd accept a draw before the game kicked off... I would have done. Then you've got to be happy with what you watched here. I'll tell you what, that that was like... You, you could... If, if Allardyce was the manager, we would have probably beat Leicester... And it would have bored the life out of us. And yet after that, I thought, bloody proud of West Ham. Yeah. That's what that's what I saw. You know, and forget about even with the eleven men, I still thought we were we were holding our own. We weren't being dominated by Leicester at all when, when it was eleven v eleven. Yeah, they, they they were the strongest first sort of ten minutes or so, didn't they? But then yeah. we got ourselves back yeah. into it Once and I we thought got we the were... goal, yeah. Um, yeah. And we still attacked with ten men. The the, the right thing was bringing Chicory off. Yeah, put um, Antonio on because he could hold the ball up and run at them, and he caused them a bit of bother. All right, not so much the end product, but he he still caused them bother. I thought I thought he did well when he came on. To be fair, he'd given the yeah poor performance Antonio getting out yeah. of him. Yeah. Yeah, but again, it, that kind of game does not play into his hands whatsoever, does it? Don't it's, make him a bad striker. No, he's 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 not a hold the ball up, win the ball back type striker, is he? It's I just don't know where his first game since the World Cup, really. I mean, yeah, not far off. It's not far off his first start since the World Cup. So, I mean, points wise, this has got to be one of our worst starts for Premier League season. Yeah, yeah actually, I look forward to every game now. Yeah, although you so say that, that we're thirteen. Which is crazy that we're thirteenth in the league with eight points, well, isn't it? It shows you how much shit so, there is around yeah, us. It shows that the top teams have actually pushed on and left us bottom teams further behind. Yeah, that's what's happened. That the, the, the top six are beating the lower teams; they're not getting dropping points as much as they used to. So, realistically. We're going to be put, picking up points, even though, strange enough, four of our points, our 50% of our points have come against teams in the top six. John, you're the voice of reason. Voice of reason? Yeah. Well, my, my, I thought we had a really, I thought, like I said, George said, first 10 minutes or so they were on top and then we got ourselves into the game, got the goal. I thought we were in control of the game pretty much. When Noble got sent off, I thought it was reckless by Noble. I thought it was a red. And I think we've done really well afterwards. I'm disappointed to have conceded the goal, but look at the goal. It was just bloody lucky, wasn't it? Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. We need to talk about um, Og Bonner's influence on the game because he obviously only played sort of 15 minutes or so, but could have scored twice, probably should have scored at least once. And, uh, and Antonio's was, miss. We got through, didn't he? Hit the, put, got, got through Did he hit the bar or, or was it just over the bar? I can't remember. No, he but, had a couple of opportunities. But there, there was a chance right at the end, wasn't there, after they'd scored, where we had about four players in their box and Og Bonner blasted it over the bar. Yeah, yeah I don't we, know if he blasted it over the bar. It, you know, it, it was off target. But then again, he's a central defender, isn't he? 
Yeah. So, and he probably He's still a professional footballer, though. <laughs> yeah, but Andy Carroll's a professional footballer and a striker. And let's look at his goals to games regime ratio. Regime? Well, even that. It's not a very good regime, no, is it? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of strikers now. How many strikers score over 15 goals a season? It's probably about five. There you go. So the rest are just the also-rans. So you can't say, oh, he's only a defender when, you know, our strikers are lucky to hit 15 goals in a season. I don't know where Obonna fits back in if I'm honest, to the team. And even more, Winston Reid, who someone reminded me has still got five years on his contract. What happens to Winston Reid? I just can't see Diop and uh, Barbuana giving up any time soon. They're well, going to be no, the... He fits in when we sell Diop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't say that. But well, that's a problem. I mean, they, they just, I mean, someone like Rinson Reed is just going to have to bide his time. His time will come. There, there's bound to be injuries on the way. One of them two are going to not, they're not going to play every game the whole season, are they? Well, cups. Well, I think, I, I think they could. They can play in the cups. When's Reed due back then? Um, I think he's due back in January. Along with Lanzini, as I understand. Yeah, well, he's probably due February. Right. Um, and April for Yamalenko. Andy Carroll should be due back in November, along with uh, Jack Wilshire. Excellent. Oh, Jack Wilshire. Remember him? Yeah. Forgot about him. Uh, so that's Leicester. Has anybody got anything else to say about the Leicester game? Can I ask you for um, your man of the match? Uh, I will give mine to... Let's give it to Balbuena. Scored, defended well for 89 minutes and was unfortunately subject to a deflection. Nige? I, I give it to every player except Mark Noble. <laughs> it weren't John? one man, it was a team performance. Diop. Just just to let you know, in, in the Clarence and Hugh ratings, it was Rice came first, Fabianski second, Diop third, Balbuana fourth, and bottom of the pile was, of course, Mark Noble with a 3.76. Just above him, Chikorito. And Philippe Anderson. I still think Philippe Anderson needs to be doing a lot better. Um, I don't want to pick on him, but he needs to be doing a lot better for the money we've played and the skill he's got. You've got to forget the money. You've got got to give him six months to settle in. I'll do that. Because wait till after Christmas. Let's see. But, you know, it's not the easiest league to play in, is it? The Premier League, to be fair to him. We all hope he comes good, don't we? We want him to come good. We should encourage him, not... Not dig him out as such. Okay. Let's get behind the team, mate. Eh? Negative. Get behind the boys. Time's good, Sean. Pick up the uh, game, Sean. We have a big game in two days' time at time yeah. of recording on Wednesday night against Tottenham Hotspurs. Are we all going? Well, yes. I hope you two are John and George coming because I've got your tickets. <laughs> yep, I'll be there. Um, Nigel? I, 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 I'm assuming Nigel's going. Yeah. Nigel, you're going. I was just wondering, is it right that we gloss over the helicopter crash? Or... Well, we've had a little... What, what, feel free, Nigel. Yeah, what, what do you want to say? Do you want to... Um, it, it's, it's just... I don't know what to say. 
Well, yeah, exactly. a lot. No, you could say a lot. I mean, I've always found it strange they allow an helicopter into a football game field for a start. Um, it's a sad, sad um, accident to happen to such what comes across is we criticise, what I want to say is we criticise foreign owners a lot. I've had a pop before, many a few. And the worst, not the worst thing, because the man's lost his life, but this was one of the best foreign, or well, this is one of the best owners of a football club in the Premier League. When, you still refuse to do business with West Ham when, after the Brady thing, though. When, yeah, but but listen, but then look at the class on the man, and this, and in a way, yeah, I don't, don't want to do it. Man. It embarrasses our owners what the man's done yeah. because he is a foreigner that's bought a football club at the same time as him. Every birthday, he buys everyone a drink and something to eat. He, Cake, yeah. He paid six for sixty fans to have season tickets this season. Yeah, yeah. So. And, and he paid a lot for the hospital in Leicester yeah, as well. He's, he's put money into the university. He's he's embraced Leicester. Um, I don't want to use it as a way of attacking our owners because it, I think it embarrasses a lot of owners in the Premier League. When you look at how that man, and I think it's a, I think the Premier League. I hope his family stay with Leicester, and I hope they continue on the good work that the man done. Because aside from winning on the title and everything else, perhaps when you see the way he run the club, I've often wondered why Casper Schmeichel's still there because he should be playing for such a bigger club. But perhaps when you listen to what I can't pronounce his name and I ain't going to try, but when just say Vijay, Vijay. Well, he, when you look he, at what they've done, Casper put Casper put out a really nice message today, didn't yeah. he? And, and it's funny you should mention him because he he put one of the most heartfelt messages out there so it's obviously had a strong relationship with him and yeah i've not seen that that's what i'm saying i just think you know i i've seen one video where they put a reef on the ground and you can see Cassim schmeichel really embraced i don't know if it was the owner's son and daughter that were going around and it got a hug off of every member of staff you know it's... i mean it was look it was shocking the way it happened and it's made news but let's be clear People have died around football. That a person, a fan, died well, at um, Brighton right. on the same day. Um, Glenn Hoddle had a heart attack, almost died if someone hadn't given him uh, mouth to mouth and resuscitation and used a, uh, um, you know, lots of fans die on on the motorway on the way to the. It it, it does happen, and, and I'm not trying to belittle it, etc. But sometimes the outpouring of grief seems to be I mean it, it was obviously a really great owner great man I don't quite remember this for Matthew Harding when it happened at, oh, I don't at Chelsea know. I think it, I, I'll tell you what this teaches people there's a say would it would you would it, would it happen if it had happened to um do you remember when David Gold and David Sullivan nearly got on that plane that crashed would it have happened then <laughs> gotta be popular don't ask me what I'd say I don't know if, David, by the way, David Gold wasn't there, nor was Karen Brady. I mean, David Gold's got a cold at the moment. Karen Brady weren't and, invited, probably. And Brady's not welcome. No. Uh, there. That show, um, you know, that says a lot, doesn't it? It's very sad, and I'm glad. You know, I, the one thing I will say is I've seen the first use for half and half scarf because they put a half and half scarf there oh. with, with a message from okay. West Ham fans, and it was good that no West Ham fans. You know, the team bus had left. The West Ham fans had got out the area, and that. 
area where it crashed obviously was a disused area it wasn't even a car park it was next to a car park i i messaged people at the club that were still there so parts of the media team were still there um so that you know it could have been a lot worse you know if if this had landed into the stadium yeah. or on some of the fans or some of the staff it could have been a lot worse it, it's tragic but um i guess there's always an extra risk when you you fly in a helicopter because well, we know we tell about helicopters go on my father-in-law worked in insurance before he retired and he worked in aircraft insurance quite specialized flew all around the world by airplanes he told me one of the first times i met him never go in an helicopter now this was a man that insured them so he knew how many how safe they were he never goes in a helicopter never has wouldn't go in them I'm not sure. <laughs> I mean, as I say, I think the Queen and the Prime Minister goes well, in them all yeah, the time. This, and yeah, but he insures them. He okay. knows how many fall out of the sky. Anyway, we, I'm sure we join everyone else in sending our condolences and our heartfelt. I just you know, didn't think we should ignore it, that's all. No. It was a big part no. of what happened. And, and it must admit, it, I couldn't give a monkey's whether we'd won, drew or lost a game after that, to be fair. Okay. So let's move on to Wednesday night then. Um, I was going to say, I've only really just clocked that Tottenham are playing tonight and then again on Wednesday. So surely... And on, that... aren't, aren't they playing on Friday or Saturday as well? So, when... Well, I imagine they're playing on Saturday, yeah, or Sunday. But surely does that give us an advantage or are they just going to play a completely different team? I mean, there's going to be some well, crossover, that's... surely. Well, you know what, as well, they're playing on a rubbish pitch because your lot have, have, have roughed it all up, George. My lot? Your lot. Who's my lot? The NFL. Why are they my lot? Well, because you're an American football fan, um, and so they're your lot. You you stay awake all night and go to London for the Super Bowl and go to these games. So I'm calling them in your lot. But I watch American okay. football as well. Right, yeah. you use lot then. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I, I mean, I don't think that pitch benefits either team, does it? Really, I don't think it's well, an advantage of or course. disadvantage. Spurs, things, but but it? but you can get more injuries if it's all messed up. Spurs were supposed to be in their new stadium, and when they arranged the NFL game for last night, Spurs were supposed to be long gone in their new stadium. Right, but they ain't getting the NFL game was booked over a year ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they had they've got no home. Um, but still. weren't some of these NFL games supposed to have been played at Spurs' new stadium? Yeah, they were. I don't know about don't, this one. I, I don't know if these ones were. No. I think it's the no, next round. Oh, right. But they are. They do have a partnership going. But they've got. The a, NFL, they've but... got two pitches, though, haven't they? Tottenham's going. Yeah. Got, yeah. So they won't have that problem. So to, to, well, to that works. The exact problem that they've got at the minute. <laughs> so the whole, yeah, the whole thing, funny. that whole Tottenham thing, is just poor management, isn't it? From the top, the, to believe that you know when you build when you do a building of that structure and that size, you get a time scale. Yeah, but they're waiting for a skip, John. <laughs> <laughs> That's an injury that no one else will get. <laughs> um, so is it an advantage? Are we agreed that it could be an advantage or do we think that there's going yeah. to be a whole different team? Depends who we put out in our team, isn't it? To be fair. I mean, is he going to risk now Ogbonna? Is he going to risk some of the midfielders, bearing in mind how light we are in midfield now, and throw... Is Noble banned? This is what I don't know. 
Is Noble banned? Noble is banned as far as I'm aware, because it's a... Right, so this is what Lee I'm saying. Cut, so and therefore, he's banned. It looks like we're going to be playing like Connor Coventry and no, I don't think like so. That. It's it's a quarter final, is it not? No, no, no it's not. It's the one before the quarter final. It's, yeah, fifth round. I, I think. They call I it. think Adrian will come in <laughs> for um, uh, Fabianski, and the rest of the team will stay almost the same with Obiang coming in to replace Noble and. And Altovic coming back to replace Chikorito. Is that not a risk? No, I don't think so. I think I think they want to win the cup. Pellegrini wants to win the cup, and the only way to do this, if if we're being battered at half time, then he might bring Conor Coventry and and the rest on. But you can't go in against Spurs with a a sub sand steam and hope we're gonna we're gonna fluke it. Otherwise, you might as well surrender now and wave the white flag. I don't know. I just Strong think team. I, because of the injury, I can't see a weak weak team being put out by West Ham. I'd be no. very disappointed if it was. Was it was it you, George, who said that this this should be this should be Tottenham's main game? Did you say that to me? This yeah, it was uh, Tim Sherwood on um, Talk Sport was saying yeah, was how he uh, how he thinks Tottenham should play the strongest team on Wednesday night against us because it's their only real chance at a trophy, given that they're out of the Champions League and they're not going to win the Europa League if they get into it because of all the strong teams in that, including the Chelsea, etc. Um, and Premier League is out of their hands and the FA Cup is a lottery. So mm. He even suggested that they put a weakened team out tonight. Well, I suppose we know yeah. that. Yeah. In fact, won't we know that already? Well, they're not going to put a weakened, weakened team out tonight, are they? We will know that. It kicks off in half an hour, but... Um, so yeah, I expect. Well, I don't expect, but some people think that that should be the way Tottenham should play this tournament because it could be the only thing that keeps or wins them some silverware and gets that burden off their back of not being able to win anything ever. But we'll see. Well, Kane's starting. Yeah, I just saw that myself. Yeah, just seeing the team. No, it looks a pretty strong side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so. Yeah, it should be. It's not going to help them if they're playing tonight, especially on that pitch by the sounds of it. Mm. Ericsson's on the bench, but apart from that, it's a strong side. He's on his way back from injury, isn't he, Ericsson? Yeah. I bet you he plays on Wednesday, though. Yeah, they've got they've got Winks, Ericsson, Deli Ali and Son all on the bench, so yeah. you can guess they'll probably be playing against us. Um, can I ask Nigel if he's going? Because I haven't got a straight answer from him. Uh, are you is. going on Wednesday? Always go. But you didn't get your ticket. You're going. Oh. So where are you sitting? Oh, I got. I got my ticket. Where are you sitting? In my seat. Normal seat up in the gods. Yeah. Okay. Is that all right? You might want to come down. You're right. It Is was that... the Huddersfield ticket I didn't get. You remember that? Thank you, mate, for reaching out to me. Oh, did she not reach out she to you? She probably reached out to the block button. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk to her if you want. Well, they've all gone, aren't they? Well, there's always a way around these things. Yeah. Mm. Oh, friend. Friend. Yeah. Friend. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The one time I need him, the one man whistle, and he can't even turn up and, and deliver for me. <laughs> No wonder I didn't resign. Don't mention Wissa. No, don't mention Wissa, as they like to call it. Who? Wissa. Fuck, call it what they like. Yeah. Anyway, Ooh. we're water under the bridge. We're not talking about that this week. What are um, we? What kind of podcast are we? We are... Oh, can I just clarify something last week? <sighs> Get going. Because last week, I was out of order to a member of the Wissa committee uh, when I said I wouldn't piss on him if he was on fire. And perhaps I went over the top. So I'd like to say, look, I am sorry. If you're on fire, I will piss on you. <laughs> so just to clarify that up, because I felt a bit arse last yeah, week. That's fair play. Fair play to so you. There you go. We cleared that up. It's my like olive branch. What did he call this podcast on KUMB Forum? Uh, ghastly. Ghastly. We're a ghastly we're podcast. Ghastly. Ghastly. Yeah. Absolutely ghastly. 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 Yeah. Ghastly. Uh, so I couldn't spell it. Let alone say it. Go on. Tottenham on Wednesday. What do we all think? We, is, is anyone feeling hopeful, or is it? Yeah. You know, N- Nigel I mean, clearly thinks. Nigel clearly thinks we're going to put out the kids. So. Yeah. Start I with Nigel. We win. For a... We're going to win. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Not so negative, Nigel. Now, eh? I know. There you go. John, what do you think? I am. I. I'm hopeful. If that's uh, if that's. One way of looking at it, I guess I am hopeful we're going to win. One way, one way of looking at it. It yeah. is one way of looking at it. I, <laughs> I don't, I mean, I don't go in there expecting to win, but I'm hopeful to win because I think you know we weren't that far away from it the other week when we played them in the league. So hopefully, under the lights, under the you know in that bowl, oh no, in the um stadium, London Stadium. Hopefully, we will do <laughs> magical it. night it. under those lights, John. I know a romantic. I know. Sitting next to you. Can I predict saying? Go on. Penalties. West Ham in a penalty shootout with Spurs. You heard it here first. Have a little bet on that. Okay. West Ham to win penalties. Okay. I probably won't. No. I hope not. That's a late night, isn't it? It is yeah, a it late. Is. And it will be cold. It will be cold. Bring your thermals. Halloween. It's Halloween. It's you're going to come in fancy dress, up, John. by the way. Yeah, you're going to come in fancy dress. I yeah, am. yeah. Are you? Are you, John? He does every week. <laughs> I am. Yeah, yeah. what are you coming at? I'm definitely dressing up in Halloween. I'm coming as a Ghostbuster. And what are you going as? I'm another Ghostbuster. We all have to get the same outfit, don't we, if we're going as Ghostbusters. Yeah. I'm coming as Pennywise, the clown. Again? Yeah. Not Would the you first like to dress up as a clown, is it? Would you like a balloon? That's what they call that typecasting. Coming <laughs> <laughs> as a clown. He, he's got, he's had experience as a clown before, sure. That's true. Shock me. Uh, what was your clown? Is name? this one of his other jobs? What was your clown oh. name? 
Oh, what was my p- clown I, name? Pancake. Wasn't Pancake it? the clown. No, Pancake, Pancake was the, the clown. other clown. Well, I was called something else. <laughs> well, <laughs> tell me, just tell the listeners, what birthday was that that I was a clown at your birthday party? Uh, I think it was my fourth. Fourth yeah, birthday fourth. party. Yeah. There you well, go. You my clown days are behind me. Well, they're not, sure. This club ain't still, not. It's still very much. Well, this club right. ain't being run like a circus anymore. <laughs> okay, it's time for this. It's Facebook Twitter question time. Uh, on our Facebook page earlier, facebook.com forward slash Maundress Podcast, Sean published. Podcasting tonight at 7 p.m. Ask stuff or stay stuff. Say stuff or forever hold your peace. You know the drill, people. It's very inventive of you, Sean. Well thought out, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. thank you. Uh, That's a running order sorted if ever there was David one. David <laughs> White sees keep up the good work, guys. Would you guys like to see Arnie rested for spuds? What other players deserve a rest slash game? I wouldn't like to see Arnie rested no. for spuds. I'd just like to see him start. Yeah. No, rested. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Because you want Antonio up. Oh, God. God help us. Do you know who I'd like? And I know he won't be ready. I'd like Andy Carroll to come back to save us all. Well, he's not going to be ready. He's almost ready. Uh, John Mansfield says, Before Noble sending off, we were well on top on Saturday. Yeah, Sean. Think we should field a strong team against Spurs and take the cup seriously. I agree. Thoughts and prayers are with the families of those who lost their lives in the crash after the game. Some things are more important than football. Yeah. Ali Jones says, We would have won with 11 men. Thought Rice, Fab, Balbuena and Diop were immense. Good shift from Snodders and even Antonio when he came on. I love Zabba telling Chilwell to stop crying and to man up after he cleanly won the ball from him in the second half. I enjoyed that as well, actually. Zabaleta was really enjoying himself, wasn't he? He had a lot of people throwing themselves on the floor and he wasn't he wasn't having it. Yeah, good uh, Ali Jones says, shame on Noble and poor again from Chicha and Anderson. Gary Prince says, just eight points from 10 league matches is poor. However, we have yet to play any of the seven teams below us. Can you see us beating those seven with the matches coming up? Well, we need to. I'd like to think so. But we need to seem to perform better against the better teams. So yeah, we do. We'll see. Lewis Aaron Trout says, I was very peed off by the way the goal went in, but it's insignificant now, isn't it? We do have to pick up a few wins now. We cannot lose on Wednesday to their reserve side. We won't hear the end of it until next week otherwise. It's our cup final though, eh? Come on. Toby Bean says, any thoughts on my chicharito? Chicharito. Chicharito, isn't it? Can't seem to hold down a shirt under three different West Ham managers. Surely a run of four to five games would help his confidence and we could have a great striker, or is he really awful in training? I think we don't play we don't play the type of football that that gets in goals. Yeah. I think that's the problem. Get rid of him in January then. Yeah. Perhaps. It's not his fault. I don't blame him. I no, don't sit but, here but, and you think, know, if it doesn't oh, work, you're you rubbish. Know. I ain't like you and like slag him off and say, oh, he's rubbish and get all negative on him. I say, well, look, unlucky, mate. I'm sorry. You're too not too good for us. We just don't play that type of no, football. No, agreed. Conducive to you. Conducive. 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 Yeah. Nigel's word of the week. <laughs> David Evans says, with the team 
now having what looks like a decent spine in Fabianski, Diop, Rice and Arnie, what position would you prioritise we strengthen in Jan? And if you could choose one realistic player from another Prem club, who would you choose? Now, there's a proper Facebook, Twitter question time question. Thank Left you, back. David. Left back, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Proper left back. We, I think we need to get someone in to replace Yarmolenko. Or, is it, or do you think he could give Antonio a run? How about Victor Moses? He's been He's been linked, you know. He's out of favour at Chelsea. We know he can perform in the Premier League. Played well when we had him. How's that for a shout, everyone? I'd quite like if we if we're going to go down that sort of route. I'd like Loftus Cheek. He's Ooh. got yeah, he's, he's yeah. just scored four goals in two games. Yeah, don't know. He's got a bit who's, of about. Who's him. a really good I'm, left I'm back in the Premier League? Who's who's the Aaron Creswell? <laughs> non West Ham. Oh right. Uh, Ryan, Ryan Bertrand. Yeah, he's decent. Mm. All right, that's who we want then. <laughs> uh, Dan Perry says, given the injuries and Anson recent performances on the wing, I'd pull him inside to play 10 with Rice and Obiang slash Snodgrass playing behind. Arthur taking over at left wing, I can't think of a decent alternative. Ryan Bertrand. Um it's interesting. It's not the first person I've heard Ant talk about Anderson should be playing number 10 rather than on the wing. Mm. Yeah, well, but then that unbalances what you do on the other side, isn't it? The, the reason why Anderson plays out there was so that Yarmolenko, Anderson's supposed to come in on the right. Yarmolenko would come in off the right onto his left, so they would come in on the ball to give them more shooting opportunities. That's not happening. We've lost Yarmolenko. So whether it's unbalanced, well, that's that's the thing. Eason playing Masuaku out where he is at the minute. I don't see. I don't mind that. I mean, I think Masuaku is a far better forward-looking player than he is a defender. And they they did play last season, didn't they? In front, of yeah, each against other. Wigan. They they just. I think it's a. I think it's an achievable like side for them two to play with each other there. So I I wouldn't mind that. Give it a go. Why not? Taffy Woolback says, didn't watch the game live, but saw the rerun and Noble's red card was justified. Leicester was a tad bit lucky with the deflection. Still optimistic as there are definitely three, perhaps five other teams went worse than West Ham in the league. Definitely three. Is is this the bit where I admit I didn't actually watch the game live and just watched replays? Mm. Shut up. It's true. What were you doing? My then? son had the tennis. My son had the tennis competition against the Edison. tennis competition. No, it's a Surrey Cup. Um, oh, right. He was in that, so I didn't watch it live. I watched extended highlights. How did he get on? He won. He beat beat Epsom. Yeah, in a in a three set thriller. Excellent. One one game went to seventeen juices. But you know what? It's not a tennis podcast. It's not. Nick Harvey says, "Afraid to say, Noble's red card cost us the three points. Squad looks very thin, especially in midfield. Diop and Balbuena are developing nicely. Dean Garner showing he's ready for the Premier League. Weather positives. Need to rest key players versus Spuds. Unfortunately, obviously, all of the above is largely insignificant given the tragic events at Leicester after the game. He believes we need to rest players. Let's hope Pellegrini don't." Uh, Anthony Clark on Twitter 
says we have played. Oh, I want to read the Twitter ones. Oh, go on then. Go on then. Well, I'm not allowed to do it, am I? Yeah. The, last the Hammers go fan. On. I'm going to read them in order. Hammers fan zero twenty three eighty. Good friend of Nigel's says next league games are Burnley, Huddersfield, City, Newcastle, Cardiff, Palace, Fulham, Watford, Southampton, Burnley, Brighton, Arsenal, Bournemouth, and Wolves. Is is this the most important part of our season and how many points should we be targeting? Christ, how many are there? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 games is listed there. Well, at least 14 points, one would think. 20 I mean, points. there's a lot of winnable games there, isn't there? 20 points. And it is our most important the part of it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, we've played a lot of the big clubs. Even Arsenal are beatable at the moment, aren't they? What, on their 11-game no. unbeaten run? 12 games unbeaten, 11 well, they, wins. They drew, who did they drew? draw? 2-2 two, two against Palace. Palace yeah. Hold up, hold up. They're After probably the, the only five. team you could have picked, Sean, that aren't beatable. <laughs> I know. Biggest dive of the season. Yeah. Anyway. Shocking. Right, this is the one I wanted. Same same person, Hammers fan, 7 million, 2,100 billion or whatever the number is. Can you ask the negative Nigel, and this before he picked his... Uh, oh, no, you saw it earlier. Can you choose, ask the negative Nigel what is his three favourite things about being a West Ham fan? I've never heard him happy, crying face. Right, Nigel? You know this question because I sent it to you earlier. What are three, your three favourite things about being a West Ham fan? Well, he obviously doesn't take notice, does he? You know, I don't mind. He can call me negative, Nigel. Go if on, he wants. just you go know, on. Just, uh, three best things about supporting West Ham. One, it's uh, it's an extension of the area that I was born and brought up in, so it represents for me more than just a football club. Yeah. Two. Uh, two, the unpredictability of supporting West Ham. I always say to opposition fans and other. You know, when you talk, when Arsenal were on a good run, when Man United were winning, when Chelsea were winning, Man City now, it's got to be boring, isn't it? Going yeah, you're not a game. glory hunter. And number no. three? Uh, number three, I think the camaraderie, believe it or not, amongst the fans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that West Ham family really get on. Well, you know, you say that, you know, I've, I've got a lot of friends. I, I think I'm quite friendly. Uh, I've got a lot of people that like me and got a lot of time for me, believe it or not. Amers, numbers, whatever you are. Um, 2380. If you knew me personally, perhaps even you would like me. Excellent. That's real three three positive things. Right. He's got a final question. That's really nice. Um, Which is to each of you. Aside from your own podcast, what is your favourite West Ham podcast or YouTube channel? Uh, Let's start with you, George. I can honestly say, whilst I appreciate the work all of them do, I don't listen or watch any of them. That's a fair answer. Um, John? I'm, I'm not a regular listener. to. I used to I used to listen to the KUMB one when it was around. But it's not in the list. It's, it's no. the Free Hammers, West Ham Way, Hammers Chat, West Ham Podcast USA, Green Street Hammers. What's the one? And the... What's the one? And the sure, it doesn't matter which one, though. It doesn't have to be from the list, does it? Yeah. No. I mean, I used to... If I, when I used to listen to it regularly, it would be KUMB. And as far as vlogging and all that goes, if I do watch anything, it's... Uh, what about Gonzo's stuff? What's that? Hammers, Hammers chat? chat. Yeah. Okay. Nigel. 
<laughs> well, I'm a sad sap and listen to most of them. Um, I mean, I might joke a bit and call it shit hammer time, but sometimes, it, you know, this week they had Robert Banks on, so that got switched off. Um, I, I liken shit hammer time to being a Guardian readers. So if you're a West Ham fan or, on, or a member of the Whistle Committee, then I'm sure you really enjoy Stop Hammer Time. Um, the West Ham way I do enjoy, believe it or not. I know people might struggle to find that hard to believe. They think all I do is have a pop at them. It ain't true. Um, I, I like it. I like the music they play as well a lot. And I think they have some good people on there. I do like the American podcast. It's grown on me. I must admit, if I was going to choose, it'd probably be... Um, Canning Town Lynn. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, fair I, enough. Out of the podcast, I, I think actually the one I enjoy more is the American podcast because they are like uncontroversial. They don't upset anyone. They're so nice. Yeah. I'm well, well, you're so nice, isn't it, Nigel? Well, listen. <laughs> 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 I mean, last week I showed you the messages. You know, I got slaughtered by one bloke. Because he, you know, because of his own spelling, not because of mine. He, he thought I took the piss out of him. Uh, which, if he thinks I took the piss out of him, then he should wait till he next makes a comment and I'll read it out. And then an hour later, I've got, I've got a text message from another person on Facebook saying how much he loves the show. Mm. We, we, we keep it real. Good. So, right, we're going to move on. Um, <laughs> I, I, I've listened. <laughs> I've you listened didn't to it, Sean. I've listened to I, I I listen to West Ham way more than probably any of the other ones on Phoenix FM. I don't I don't actually watch. You Hammers write Chat. some of the scripts. You, uh, I Ham. uh, West Ham podcast uh, USA. I've listened to it a few times, but I don't listen to it regularly. Only I just the one you was on, no doubt. The Free uh, Hammers. I think there's only two of them. I don't watch that. Nothing personal because I think they all provide to their audience. And I used to listen to Stop Hammer Time. I don't anymore. But, yeah, they all provide a service and, you know, there's a place for all of them. Have you been on all of them? No, I haven't. I haven't been. It was a question. It wasn't an accusation. Uh, I don't know what Green Street (laughs) Hammers is, Uh, so I haven't been on that. I'll tell you what Green Street Hammers is. Do do you remember them knobheads that used to run more than just a club? Uh, You know, the ones that wanted Ian Dalt up here on and we went, oh, Oh, is that them? Yeah, they actually fell out with the media company that were running it and went yeah. off and set up Green Street Hammers. Well, I certainly haven't been on Green Street Hammers. I don't know if I've been on Stop Hammer Time a long time ago. I can't remember. West Ham Podcast USA, definitely been on. Hammers Chat, definitely been on. West Ham Way, definitely been on. Free Hammers, I can't remember. I don't know. don't think so. But anyway, keep it tuned to more than just the podcast. Right, Anthony Clark says, we have played average Joe football over the last few weeks and have zero results. I don't believe we've been poor, just not sharp. What player has the most to prove and can take us to the next step of playing well again? Thanks, guys. Expecting another great show. Nigel, who needs to prove themselves? I believe that's Tony Clark off the American podcast. I'll just All right, that out there you go. Because you obviously didn't oh, recognise it. No. Uh, go on, go on. Just one name, please. Don't ramble on. One name from a player. Yeah. Says Sean. Unbelievable, isn't it? Come on, just give us a name. Antonio. I think he needs to step up and do more. And if he does, he could take us on. George. Uh, 
Well, yeah, I remember Antonio putting in really strong performances for us and scoring some important goals. So I'm going to go with Nigel and say Antonio. Okay, John. Um, I'd like to see Anderson step up. I think he's got something about him. Mm. He just needs to get it going. Yeah, and I'm going to agree with you. There you go. Two and two. Two for Anderson, two for... Friends, friends. Uh, T. Holland says, what errors do we need to reinforce in January? Do we rely too much on Arnie? Yes. Will what errors? Will Carroll's return have an impact? Yes, and yes. So. Oh, and this is the last one. Are we ready for this? Can Nigel start doing a top twenty on the fancy football? <laughs> Six. <laughs> top ten's not enough. They want a top twenty. He wouldn't do that this week, and I will tell you why. Because I've jumped ahead of him. He's on the Super Bump Six. Are, are we doing a Super Six this week or are we not, Nigel? We are doing it, yeah. Always do it. Top three, please. Just a top three of both. All right, here we go. I wasn't expecting to load it straight away. Here we go. More than just a podcast. So just to do it a bit different, the winner of this round was... Where's my glasses? Dave Nicholson with 14 points. Uh, Anthony Brand got 13. And Super Dolny Osborne got 13 as well. Well done, Don. You won it last week. Fourth this week. So the monthly winner was Ryan Smith for October with 50 points. Phil Walker and James Madwich. And blimey, Sean Whetstone got 47 points for the month. So they were joint runners-up. And he's in 15th place above up for the Nigel Khan. Uh, Paul Disley is increased his lead. He only had one-point lead last week. Now got eight point. Oh, Walt Disley's got eight-point lead now, 170 points. Um, top 10, Greg English, Paul Marks, Lee Davis, Dave Stringer, Phil Walker, <laughs> James Madwich, Ryan Smith, Adam Darlington. Second is Ben White, 162. Uh, Sean Whetstone, 15th, just to cheer him up because he won't shut up about it. Uh, Made Miriam Williams, good article in Bubbles magazine. I only picked it up because it was free. But anyway, not as good as your Overland and Sea articles, though, because I'll just point it out, Miriam. Uh, he's in 18th, just above Gary Prince, regular contributor, and a fan of Sean. Not, uh, I'm in 21st. And George has made his way up to 33rd. Let's not forget George on 131. Well done, George. John keeps on forgetting to put his predictions in, don't you, mate? (laughs) But you are 56, by the way, on 87. I had a very busy weekend this week. I was working in a school and we had all sorts of hours and things going on. So, yeah. Okay. What was your excuse of not putting your uh, um, predictions in? Like, like I did text you at half past three, or I tell you, I forgot, which made you right at me because you'd predicted you'd be above me by Monday. And I went, let's see. Yeah. Right. Is that it? Well, that's it for Super 6. Quick one on the fantasy then, Nigel, please. Yeah, do you want to fill while I like, not sort of load it up? Uh, who's Phil? Yeah, I can tell you that Sean's clown name oh, is, God, is Jiffy. I can, I can tell you now that number one is Real Sociedad. Oh, have you got Mark yeah, on, Sean, quick. Uh, Matt Floyd is number two. Rob Watson is number three. Well done, Where are you we? Three. Come on, what about us? Oh, so, uh, obviously. <laughs> yeah, well... Um, I know. What, do you know whereabouts roughly? Oh, towards the bottom, <laughs> I think. No I'm one, 45th. No All I know is I'm 45th with 500. Oh, as long as you're all right, Sean. 
Uh, and I think I'm leading of the West Ham uh, presenters. Oh, well done. The West Ham presenters? You do presenting for West Ham? Now? Sorry, sorry, sorry. More than just the podcast mm. presenters. Well, there you go. That's you more than just a podcast for the week, I think. Unless yeah. we've got quick predictions to do for Wednesday night. Nigel, oh, yeah. let's start with you. We've put in our put our kids' team out. Do you think we're still going to win? And Burnley. We've got two predictions to oh, do. Oh, and Burnley. Excellent. Yeah. Go on then, Nigel. Tottenham prediction, please. Tottenham prediction is... I'm 177th, by the way. Uh, Tottenham position is, ooh, I think, penalties. And your Burnley prediction, please. I think we'll win 2-1. Excellent. John, Tottenham, please. 2-1 win to us. And Burnley, one, please. 1-0 win. Oh, back-to-back wins again, yeah. Sean. Uh, West Ham, 5-4 on penalties uh, on the cup game. And... 2-0 against the Clarets on Saturday. I'm going to go for a 4-1 victory against Tottenham. And a 3-1 victory against Burnley. Wow. Excellent. That's uh, it. That's it for Monster's Podcast. Thank you all for listening. I've been George. Sean has been. Here. John has been. Thinking of Sean's clown name, which was Jiffy the Clown, when you Jiffy. were four. Jiffy. Yeah. <laughs> Jiffy and Pancake. Lemon Jiff. Jiffy the and Clown. And Nigel has been... Negative. Positive. Excellent. Come on, you irons. Come on, you irons. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com Let's get this dinner party started.